your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And today, we will take a quick look at the game against Minnesota, the importance of that game. We will also take a look at three players who I think need to start stepping it up. And we will hear from Coach Jared Bednar in the aftermath of the three to nothing loss to Vegas and talk about some of the words he had following that game. So first things first, follow the show on social media outlets, follow on Twitter, L O P N underscore avalanche, follow on Instagram, search for locked on avalanche and yeah, send questions, comments, concerns, opinions to locked on avalanche at gmail.com. Very quickly before we get into Everything for the show today, the NHL did announce some updates to the schedule and it affected the Avalanche in three different games. The game that was originally scheduled for April 20th against uh, St. Louis in Colorado has now been moved up to Friday, April 2nd. And then the game originally scheduled for February 7th in St. Louis is now taking place on April 20th. So they are technically playing the same team on April 20th. It's just not going to be in Colorado this time. It's going to be in St. Louis. And then they changed the start time and they didn't for the St. Louis game on April 3rd to seven o'clock. And I think they did that because the game that they moved from April 20th to April 2nd starts at 7. They didn't want to have a game at 7 o'clock at night. And then the next day you're playing at 1 o'clock Mountain Time. So they pushed that game back to 7 o'clock. For people who keep an eye on the schedule and update their calendars, there you go. If it was confusing at all, just go to the Colorado Avalanche website and check it out. All right. So the Avalanche are playing Wednesday night. It's not a makeup game. It's just a a game that they had scheduled to play against Minnesota. The fourth game in that four-game series, which obviously got canceled, is now slotted into uh, Wednesday, the 24th. If you're listening to this, the day this this show is released, that is tonight. And it's an important game for, for Colorado. Number one, you just came off of a loss or coming off of a loss you haven't lost back-to-back games all year two thumbs up to that and not only that if you look at the standings minnesota and colorado have played the same amount of games they've both played 15 games colorado is nine five and one that totals 19 points minnesota is nine six and oh that totals 18 points if minnesota wins this game in regulation they leapfrog colorado in the standings And I know this isn't completely and totally about just points. It's points percentage is more important than points, believe it or not, for this season. But you are definitely looking at points. It doesn't mean that points are invalid. So you you don't want that to happen. And I know, you know, you only have 15 games. You've only played 15 games. It's a 56-game season. So there's, you know, a lot, lot more hockey to be played. 
but you know, you just came off a loss and you don't want any team leapfrogging you and jumping over you. That would put Minnesota at 20 points and Colorado at 19. If Minnesota were to win in regulation, obviously you are behind St. Louis. Uh, They have 22 points, but you have four games in hand against them. So you're right where you need to be. And you still have a game in hand against Vegas, who has 23 points. So things are fine for the Avalanche in terms of where they are in the standings. Uh, how you how you don't worry about this is just win games. And the Avalanche have been doing that. You know, I think they would like their record to be a little bit better than what it is. But... You know, you can start rattling off wins and and the points and points percentages will take care of itself. Having said that, and like I said, I don't want to make this a pity party or, you know, the Avalanche lose a game. So we have to throw, you know, the whole playbook out. The Avalanche are are fine. They're, they're, They're playing well. Even in the last couple losses they've had, they've played well. Have they played lights out no have they played their best hockey no they've played very good hockey at times and they've played some games where they could have played a little bit better and and they've lost those games particularly the last two the last two losses to vegas but there's always room for improvement and I think there's three guys that I am looking at right now that I that I think really need to start stepping it up when it comes to their play. Two of them you're you're probably already guessing. One of them you might not be. And I'll start with the two guys who you probably have the same thought as I do. Definitely one. And that is JT Comfer. I don't know. JT Comfer... He's played in every game this year, so he's played 15 games. He's got a single goal and he's got a single assist. He like we we know that JT Comfort can be a good player. I mean, he is not the type of player that's going to take over games or anything like that. But we've seen him in the playoffs really turn it on in in the playoff format. And I don't know what it is lately with him. Not lately, this entire season. He has just been a ghost out there, and I, with the I mean, if you if you watch him, if you hone in on him, which I've done because I've, I've I've tried to figure out what what's going on specifically with him, the effort is always there for Comfort. I, I, I'm not concerned about the effort, but he just when there's where's a a play to be had, and when it seems like a play is forming. He's not involved in it, and I don't know why that is. It's it's very, very confusing. He needs to get in there and mix it up a little bit more. He's not afraid to do it. He, he is, you know, he's not at Matt Calvert level, but he is that type of player where he's he's a gutsy guy, and I don't see him doing that. I don't see him mixing it up. So I'd really like to see him kind of turn things around, uh, almost play like... Gabe Landeskog does just get in front of the net and get a garbage goal. And maybe that can kickstart something, you know, like a bunt in baseball. So comfort definitely, definitely has to step it up. 
the other guy, when I, when I started doing this, when I, when I wanted to, you know, pick my three guys and I obviously am looking at stats among other things, I was absolutely shocked to see that Pierre Edward Belmar does not have a single point on the season. I didn't know that. I thought he had a couple assists or something here or there, or, or had a second assist on something. He's had nothing. You have on the avalanche, you have six guys who have played this year that don't have a point. Four of them you can forgive because they're taxi guys. Jason Megna played two games. Sheldon Dries played three games. Dennis Gilbert played three games. Really, Dennis Gilbert played two games because the third game he played two minutes because he got into a fight. And Jacob McDonald's played four games. The only two guys on the team that have not scored that have logged several games are Connor Timmons, who's played 12 games, and Pierre-Edward Belmar, who's played 12 games. Timmons has just had a rough go of it pretty much all season. Belmar, I couldn't believe that. I was not aware that Pierre-Edward Belmar has not scored a single point on the season. He needs to start mixing it up. Because he, we know what he can do. You know, his first season with the Avs, let me bring up his stats from last year. Well, so let's see. Last year was a career year for him. He had in 69 games, nine goals, 13 assists, 22 points. For a guy who plays the minutes that he plays, that, that was a good season for him. And so far, he's got nothing. So you'd like to see somebody like him as well as Comfer get get something somehow. And I, the part of the reason I was surprised by that Belmar had nothing is because when you watch him, he is the opposite of Comfort. It seems like he's always involved in a play. And it seems like he's getting shots on goal. But for whatever reason, he's got nothing to show for it. So those two guys definitely. And finally, lastly, maybe this is going to be an unpopular one because I know people want to want to rip on Timmons. Uh, but for me, it's Miko Rantanen. Rantanen got off to a, a hot start with those seven goals in eight games. And, you know, we were maybe premature in, in throwing him into the Hart Trophy conversation if he kept it up. Well, he hasn't kept it up because after that, the last goal he had, which was the seventh goal in the eighth game, that was on January 30th. And he hasn't scored a goal since then. He's gone six games without a goal. And in fact, in those six games, all he's had is three points. So he's had two assists. He had two assists in the Tahoe game, which everybody played well in that game. And he had a assist the game before that, the second game against Vegas. So when you are a scorer, and you are on that first line with Nathan McKinnon, and you're an all-star. You, you know you can't have droughts like this when it comes to goal scoring, even really assists. So I I think uh, you know some something needs to get going. The fire needs to be lit under specific guys, and not just assume that because we have offensive talent, uh, things are just gonna happen organically and points are going to come 
and goals are going to come. So do I have any concern about Miko Rantanen getting back on track? Not at all. Uh, he would probably tell you the same exact thing that he needs to really step it up when it comes to goals. He's gotten looks. He's always going to get looks with Nathan McKinnon, giving him that cross ice pass in the power play. Uh, he's got to bury him. He's really good at doing that. His, his one timer is something to watch. Just hasn't been there. Just things have been a little bit off for Miko since they've come back. So, yeah, let me know what you guys think. Do you agree, disagree? Anybody else on that list? I only did three. Um, anybody else there that you think really needs to start stepping it up to really kind of uh, help the Avalanche get a nice streak going? So, all right, we are going to take a quick little break and then hear from Coach Bednar. But first, we are going to hear from Built Bar and BuiltBar.com. Go to BuiltBar.com because they are. Con- it seems like they are constantly coming out with new products and new flavors. Uh, it, it's everything that they come out with. I feel like I need to try immediately, and when I do get to try them, because they do send us stuff, it's absolutely delicious. So they have 18 amazing flavors such as caramel brownie, apple almond crisp, banana bread, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie. They're delicious. They taste more like a candy bar. They're soft and easy to chew. They're covered in 100% chocolate. It's great for the health conscious guy or girl. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Most bars contain 19 grams of protein, 180 or 130 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. Some even contain less than that, 4 grams of sugar and 4 grams of net carbs. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you will get 20% off of your next order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKEDON, and 20% comes off of your next order. All right, quick little break, and when we come back, we'll jump right into Coach Bednar's post-game comments after the three nothing loss to Vegas. Hey Jared, I know you said this morning, you know, when you beat a team one night, the next night they're gonna come out even hungrier. And Vegas was definitely hungry tonight. You know, when you look at your team's performance, would you say it was more Vegas's defensive game or or was it something that, that you guys, you know, maybe lacked in execution? Uh well, I give them credit that that's they came out, they played hard, um, they challenged us on the defensive side of it. Like I would guess that that's the most chances that they've created against us out of the uh, four games that we've played. Um, so I didn't, I did not love us defensively. I think they won the bulk of the races and the bulk of the battles, which led to their chances. Um, on the other side of it, I, you know, it just, we look sluggish. Like we didn't have our jump and our, our legs and we lacked energy for the better part of the game. Having said that, and our execution was bad. You know, like we had two on one. I think we had a two on one in the second period. The Miko overskated it. We had a three on two, and, and Calvert overskated it. I mean, we just weren't we just weren't sharp when it comes to our execution. Um, you know, passes weren't clean, and that slowed us down a little bit. But having said that, we created plenty of chances to win the hockey game. You know, I did, I didn't like, I put more on our defending than on our lack of an ability to create chances, but we didn't execute and finish them off. That's for sure. You know, like we had uh Kadri in alone twice. We didn't score. He, um, 
Flurry made some big saves. Even in the third period, we put one to the net. We had two rebounds. Both guys walking right in on their forehands, hammered them at the net, and Flurry made two big saves again. So sometimes, you know, we weren't we weren't good enough, and and their goalie was good. Mike Chambers, Denver Post. Jared, on two other goals, uh, Carlson obviously made those two really good headman passes. Do you just credit him or kind of knock your D at that point a little bit? Yeah, well, I didn't like our D on, on, on well, at least two of their, their goals. You know, Kel gets beat wide by Tuck, throws it off the net, and uh, we get a, they get a lucky bounce. But, I mean, he blasts by our D on that one. Um, penalty kill, same thing. We lose F1 up ice. Tuck goes flying through the middle of the ice. No one matches his speed, and he, and he you know, Carlson makes a great pass to, to send him in. But I mean, we got to have a little bit stronger return momentum there and pick up the fastest guy in the ice going through the middle of the ice. So there's, like I said, I didn't, I did not love our game on the defensive side of things. Um, you know, I, I don't think it was a commitment thing. I think it was more of a lack of energy and and. You know, we got outraced and outbattled, and, and that usually leads to uh, more chances against than I would like. You know, um, the offensive side of it uh, wasn't clean either. But again, I think we had lots of chances. If I end up looking back at this uh, game, then I think we're gonna we're gonna look at it. We had probably more chances than we had even in the first three games as well. But. Uh, at least real good quality A chances, and we just didn't finish them off. And and, and I think a big part of that was Flurry. And um, you know we overpassed the puck early again. I think we first ten minutes. I don't know if we had, um, you know, I don't I don't think we got our first scoring chance till the five minute mark of the of the first period. So that's a fifteen minutes of you know overpassing and probably not putting enough pucks to the net. Adrian Dater, Colorado Hockey Now. Yeah, Jared, the, the overpassing thing, I guess I was going to lead with that, and you just touched on it. Uh, further to that point, I mean, uh, first period especially, it felt like you guys did have your legs. It seemed like to me you guys were skating hard, but uh, just a little too fancy uh, overall. Uh, just is that the byword of the night? Kind of beat yourselves a little bit too much, you know, tonight. Yeah, yeah, probably on both sides of it, you know. Like I said, I, I think we had some really good looks at the net, I think we shot through a few screens at different times through the game um, and they just missed. And uh, Fleury, uh, I don't think he saw a couple of them. The ones he saw, he made saves on. Um, we overpassed a little bit. You know, uh, he took a, took ourselves out of scoring areas. I, I give Vegas credit, though. They had good sticks coming back into the zone. They were taking away lanes. and. Um, you know, we got into some good areas in the interior of the ice a few times and then passed them off and, and Vegas deflected some pucks out of there. So I think we could have been more dangerous. But uh, again, our execution on both sides of the puck was just not um, where it generally is. And I, I, I felt like the, the, the energy level wasn't where it needed to be for, for a game like that against a, a, a real hungry Vegas team. Eric Dean, Mile High Sports. Hey, Jared, it looked like going into that second period, you guys were starting to gain some momentum. And then obviously the penalty to Timmins, they scored, they make it one nothing, and then they score a couple more goals. Uh, I just wanted your thoughts on that penalty and, and just the second period in general, and if you felt the game got away from you then. Yeah, so I, I did not like our start. 
I thought at the end of the first period we started to to uh, get going, and that's where we had you know a couple real good chances. Last five minutes of the second, I thought we came out at the start of the or uh, last five minutes of the first, and then we came out at the in, in the second, and I thought we had some some good jump. And that's when we saw Kadri go in alone, and we were trading chances a little bit there. Um, and then they kind of took it over the second half of the second period, and that's where they end up getting their goals. And I, I think on the on the penalty uh, for Timmins, he just gets caught in in um, he's a little flat on his route to play the guy that was coming by him. We didn't get a lot of help from our forwards on that either. Uh, we overskated a puck, and then we didn't stop on it. We were kind of you know circling around and. Then the guy comes through with speed and, and looked like Timmy might have got a piece of him, but he also ran into the referee or the linesman there. So I couldn't even tell if it was a trip or not. I thought it was, a, you know, maybe a questionable call, but it is what it is. We had to battle through a little bit of that. We didn't get the job done in the penalty kill on that one. And last one here for Jared Peterbaugh, the athletic. Yeah, Jared, I think Bowen, the past two games, there was the, on both tuck goals, he had the one bounce off his stick in and Tahoe and then tonight the one bounce off a skate is there anything he can do on that or is that kind of like an unlucky break uh who, who's he Bo yes Bo. yeah I think that's an unlucky break you know the breakdown is earlier when we let him get around us um you're coming back into that spot as a defenseman to make sure that he can't pass it to the second player coming to the net. And if there's any garbage there or because we're getting beat a little bit to the net, that if there's anything laying around there that he's a, he can get a stick on it, clear it to, you know, least less dangerous ice in the corner. And it just kind of comes right, it comes right off him. But, you know, that's, that's an earned goal by them. It's great speed. It's bringing it and it's not fancy, but it's funneled to the net. You know, he gets a step on our guy and, you put pucks in traffic to the net, forces, you know, teams to defend and, and um, you know, they get rewarded for doing the right thing. Although it was a lucky break, you know, I think that, that that's a, one of those goals where you earn your luck. All right, welcome back. So before we get into the comments from Coach Bednar in the post-game press conference, just want to bring up betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, or reality shows, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bet and it's free to sign up. So head over to the website, sign up for your free account, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so Jared Bednar kind of mimicked what I had said in yesterday's show about, yeah, you can give credit to Flurry. Um, and even if you go there, there's another post-game press conference with Matt Calvert who really hones in on that saying, yeah, he, he played well and give him credit, but they didn't execute when it came to putting pucks in the net and you can give him, you know, as much credit as you want, but you know, part of that blame is on the avalanche for not getting him, getting him in the puck or getting the puck in the net. 
Um, <clears throat> so I, I agree, and, and Bednar touched on it a little bit. One thing that he's definitely right on, when I went back and watched the game again, they were not winning battles. Almost every battle that went into a corner, whether it was in the offensive zone or the defensive zone, it seemed like Vegas was coming out with them. Now, I'm maybe exaggerating a little bit, saying every one of them, but for every five, Vegas was winning four. It it was very heavily skewed. And when you can't do that, when you can't win those battles in the corners, your, your scoring chances are going to be less. So it's amazing that the Avalanche even had as many shots on goal as they did and the good looks that they did. So the good looks that you had just came from your talent offensively. Just imagine if you could add on to that battles won that kick out that you when you win those battles, guys on the opposite end are usually open. And that's where you get those cross ice passes or guys breaking to the net and then you feed him like they didn't have any of those. All they had were, you know, a, a good offensive zone uh, possession, some cycling, and then a pass, and Fleury would make a save. So those things, those are the things that the Avalanche have to start winning. And Vegas is a bigger team than them, so I think that maybe that was the Vegas play style for that game because they know that they can win most of those battles because they're the bigger, beefier team than the Avalanche are. So it's it's an interesting way that. Uh, an interesting thing that the Avalanche might have to figure out how they're going to play going forward because that that was a winning formula for Vegas, and it took them really three games to figure that out. So, um, and the other thing that Ben I was talking about, whenever there's a loss for him, it, it always comes down to execution and the compete level. He uses that phrase a lot, compete level. He didn't use it in this press conference because I, he, I'm thinking he was happy with the compete level, but, uh, you know, the execution, not so much. So we'll see what happens. I don't want to get into this roller coaster season with the ads where the compete level and the execution is good, followed by it being not so good and a loss, and then it comes back up. They know what they need to do, and they know how they need to do it. Now, the other team is trying to win, too. So it's not just teams roll over and let you play your game. But the Avalanche need to figure out ways and have adjustments in-game to, if they're losing, to change something up to bring that execution back up where it needs to be and start getting some pucks in the net and having these games that if you are trailing being able to come from behind and get a couple points so we'll see should be an interesting game against minnesota i think the abs are going to be ready to go they have done very well so far coming off of losses you would expect that to continue you would expect them to be none too pleased that the minnesota wild are the reason they lost almost two weeks of their season and the way to get them back is on the ice so should be a good game definitely looking forward to it and uh yeah that's gonna be it for today so get a hold of me guys if there's anything that you want to discuss on email locked on avalanche at gmail.com or twitter lopn underscore avalanche that'll be it for today enjoy the game tonight and we will see you guys 
tomorrow. And once again, just want to also mention the crossover that I'm going to do with Rob from Lockdown Coyotes, which will come out Friday, February 26th, one day before both of our birthdays on February 27th. That'll be fun. All right, everyone. Have a good day. Have a good night. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go. Go.